welcome one, welcome all back to Talking Bollocks. As always, it is I, Howard Smith, Howard H. Smith. Better not leave out the H. You wouldn't know who it was if I uh, if I didn't do that, would you? Could be any old Howard Smith. Couldn't it? Could be Howard Smith Paper. Yeah, there's a huge paper company called Howard Smith. Yeah, I know. Weird, huh? So, Howard H. Smith, however, completely different, you know what I mean? Hello. It is I. Yes, I of the Talking Bollocks podcast, the podcast that you be listening to right now with your ears. So, welcome one, welcome all. Thanks for returning. If it's your first time, strap yourself in. We're going to have some fun. Um, So, it is been a little while since we... Well, it's been the usual two weeks, hasn't it, really? You know. Oh, actually, do you know what? Go on then, I'll do the intro. I do this podcast, I sing in the UK thrash band Acid Rain, I present the official Motorhead podcast, The Motorcast, I also present a sports podcast, well a football podcast called The Reducer, um, and uh, lots of other stuff, you know. Uh, yeah, I mentioned Acid Rain. Oh, do stand-up. Yeah, do stand-up as well. I'm forgetting everything. And why not? Let's throw it in. Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Howard H. Smith. Come and sign up. Um, it's if you're paying in dollars, it's never been cheaper. <laughs> Six dollars, and you get shed, shed, shed loads of content. All right, there you go. That's the bit. That's the bit at the top, isn't it? That everyone does at the top. So, as always, what has been happening in the world of metal since last we spoke? Not a massive amount, if I'm honest. You know, um, no massive me getting out of my pram um, about any particular news story. Although, um, let's start off with Blackie Lawless saying fans made first Wasp US tour in a decade reality. Promoters didn't think that this band could sell tickets. And can I just say that probably wasn't just promoters. (laughs) I mean, I think there was a fair few, fair few of us who had been thinking, Really, Wasp are going to a Wasp are going to announce a tour? You're fucking kidding me! But hey, they've gone and done it, uh, and they're, and they're going to do another one. Yes, they they're going to have a fortieth anniversary tour, and they're taking out Armored Saint and Michael Schenker on select shows. Speaking to um, uh, well, speaking to another podcast, so I'm not going to fucking mention the name of that podcast because they're probably cunts. Because people who do podcasts are cunts, let's be honest. Uh, yeah, that was... I did just drop the C-bomb. Yeah, the cunt bomb. <laughs> so anyway, Blackie Lawless explains, the fans did this. I've never... I'm going to do him as a... I'm going to do him as a farmer from the Deep South. I've never seen anything like that. Promoters didn't think this man could sell tickets no more. We were being offered stuff that wasn't very good, and we didn't want to do that because the production we wanted to do was way bigger. And so I just started telling the truth. I said, hey, it's down to promoters. Any band, and I don't care who it is, any band will go <laughs> will go anywhere if a promoter gives them a decent offer. And that's true. I'd like to back that up. It's completely true. And so I told the fans, I go, hey, let your let your local guy know to hit us up with an offer. It was almost like a passing thought, you know. 
This will never happen in a million years. Well, a couple of hundred of them literally got together and started petitioning, and then they get, and then they grew into thousands of people, and they started literally rallying to petition their local promoters and to bring us to where we are now. But I've never heard of anything before since, uh, or since, that was like that. So I guess it goes back to the old adage, don't let people tell you just, don't let people tell you that you just being one person won't make a difference, because it did. That's the absolute truth. i never seen anything like this before. I'm so glad it was finished, because I was regretting that particular choice. Um, yeah, so that's what um, Blackie Lawless would sound like if he was a um, farmer in the deep south and didn't fuck his beasts like an animal. Hey! Anyway, um, yeah, but look, as, as stupid as I might have made that story with my ridiculous accent, um, fair play. You know, I think that's that's hats off. I never thought I'd say that um, about Blackie Lawless, but, you know, yeah, good on him. And, you know, I recognise a lot of that stuff. We we get that. Acid Rain get that from people saying, oh, you haven't played here, you haven't played there. And it's like, well, you know, we haven't got anything against your town, city, country, you know, principality, whatever. We'll be there if an offer makes sense and it ties in with other dates and all the rest of it. We'd be there. You know, we're not, we're not fucking... You know, we haven't got a problem with anywhere. Well, you know, apart from Southampton and Bristol. Anyway, Gojira teases new song, Our Time Is Now. And that made me go, fucking hell, really? Is it time for a new Gojira album already? Wow. Okay. Um, French French progressive metalers Gojira have shared a teaser for their new song titled Our Time Is Now. At this point, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this. The track will appear on the soundtrack to EA Sports' long-running NHL video game franchise, NHL 23, which is due out this Friday. That's right. Why would NHL 23, which is clearly meant to reflect 2023, why would it come out in 2023? Don't be a fucking idiot. That's not how the world works. It's coming out in 2022. Yeah. So there you go. I guess that is how, you know, that's one way of releasing a new song and just getting it out there, but without actually putting it out independently, um, you know, for, so people don't get too excited that a new album's like round the corner. Shall I go through the list of bands on this soundtrack? Fuck it. Here we go. A Day to Remember, Bishop Briggs, Chili, Je- Chili Jesson, Coheed and Cambria, Dwayne featuring Paul Stacey, Death Lens, Frank Turner, great name, great name that, Death Lens, gonna have to look that up, Frank Turner, Games We Play, Ghost, Gajira, Highly Suspect, Holy Wars, Ian Dior featuring Travis Barker, oh fucking Travis, eh, we just won't go away, will he, Kasabian, Corn, Lozique, Matt Mason, Missio, Modson, Motionless in White featuring Caleb Shomo. Hey, do you, re- do you reckon Caleb Shomo gets FOMO? Ooh. Muse, Nobro, Nova Twins, Panic at the Disco, N- Nobro. Change your fucking name if I were you. <laughs> oh, this is an even better one. Peng Shui. Right, okay, is that what a penguin does to its house? I don't know. Peng Shui, pup, 
Real Friends, Safari, Shinedown, Sports Team, I guess they had to be on here with that name, Stick to Your Guns, Suko, Surf Curse, Ten Tons, The Amazons, The Mysterines, The Snuts, Turnstile, Wage War, Wind Waker, yeah, Wind Waker, not Walker, Yonaka, and Youngblood, featuring Willow. So there you go. That's the soundtrack, if you fancy it. A band who's not on there, but are going to be putting some new stuff out. Prong, putting finishing touches on a new album. First single to arrive in January. I can tell you the single will be out, the digital single, in January, said Tommy. Um, Because the record is almost done. So for our European tour with Life of Agony in January, more on that coming up soon, the single will be out and the full-length record, I guess. April or something. It depends on when the pressing plant can do it. It's on Steamhammer SBV again, the same label. All the basic tracks are done. I've just got to do vocals and solos now. That sounds pretty fucking awesome, doesn't it? So, I did say more of that. Um, Well, that is the news that Life of Agony to celebrate 30th anniversary of River Runs Red on January and February 2023 European tour. I've got to be honest. Um... I mean, they're really, really squeezing last drops out of the River Runs Red. Um, but it is, it is an amazing album. It is an amazing album. The trek kicks off in Europe with dates starting on uh, Friday, January 13th in Bochum, Germany, and ending in all places, Milton Keynes, England, on February the 11th. Main support will be from Prong, as mentioned in previous article, it's almost like I actually fucking planned this, and Madball. In the UK. Oh, balls. Prong are in continental Europe, but Madball are supporting the UK. Aww. Aww. With rock duo Tara Who opening all dates. Okay. Straight out the gate. I just know Tara Who are going to be shit. I mean, that's really fucking close-minded of me. But I'm just going to put it out there. More than happy to be proved wrong. We'll check out some Tara Who later. Um, Rolling Stone hailed... Uh, Rolling Stone, that's the magazine, hailed River Ones Red as one of the greatest metal albums of all time. Yep, because we all go to Rolling Stone for our metal news. It's like a metal Bible, isn't it? I mean, metalers, we're just all reading Rolling Stone all the fucking time. It's it's our magazine, really, isn't it? It's a, yeah, fuck off, Rolling Stone. I mean, it's true, but fuck off. Nose out. It's not your bloody business. (laughs) Right, from one lamb to another. That's right, Lamb of God have got a new album out. Um, Can't tell you much about it. Only played it twice. Seems cool. Still digesting. Um, Randy Blythe weighed in on the news that Pantera's surviving members... Yeah, blah, 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 blah. So, what um, uh, what what did Randy have to say? Well, he said, I have nothing to say about that whatsoever. (laughs) Brilliant. Blythe discussed his views on Pantera come back in an interview. And he said, I have nothing to say about that whatsoever. That's not me being coy saying I think they should really do it or I don't think they should do it. I don't say anything about that because I'm not from Texas or Louisiana. I've never been in Pantera. I know all, I know all those dudes and I knew Diamond Vinny. As soon as that happened, a lot of people asked me, what do you think? What do you think? I don't know, man. 
I'm not the one doing it. I guess, apparently, they got the blessing of the estate of Diamond Vinny, so God bless, whatever. We'll see how it goes. I'm, interest I'm interested to see how it goes. There's a curiosity level, I think. Not from me, really, to tell you the truth, because I saw Pantera. I don't need to see Pantera again. I saw Pantera. But there's a lot of young people who never saw Pantera, and of course, Bonanza and Zach were friends with Diamond Vinny as well. I really don't have any judgment on this way, one way or the other. Um, and of course, when Blabbermouth are busy trying to make an article out of something that is basically somebody saying, I'm not going to talk about that, and then kind of really doesn't, um, they managed to extend, extend the article by, in a 2007 interview with Tariton Desire, Blythe was asked for his thoughts on comparisons of Lamb, and God, of Lamb of God to Pantera. Brilliantly. Brilliant, eh? Dig up a 15-year-old interview to try and make your article an article. When really, the, the tagline, Lamb of God's Randy Blythe is interested to see how Pantera reunion goes. That's literally a sentence. They managed to make a whole article out of it. And of course, dickhead here fell for it. Here's something else that's not, a, not an article. This is the headline. Fozzie's Rich Ward explains why he always cleans up the dressing room after a show. Well, I couldn't give a fuck. So thanks for the clickbait. Turns out, wasn't clickbait. Just a headline that makes you go, oh, definitely not going to read about that. Um... This one I'm reading out because like last uh, the last podcast when Megadeth were being given um, a gold disc for Holy Wars Punishment Due, that famous album that we've all got, they fucking dicks. Get this. See if you can spot the deliberate mistake. Audio Slave's music video for Like a Stone has surpassed 1 billion views on YouTube. The clip, which was uploaded to YouTube in October of 2009 was filmed nearly 30 years ago in an old giant house in Los Angeles where Audio Slave was rehearsing for a tour. Do you spot the mistake there? 30 years ago. 30 years ago. The song, Like a Stone, is from the first Audio Slave album, which was released in 2003. January 2003. That is 19 years ago. 19 years ago, they put that album out. The video, apparently, though, was recorded 30 years ago. Audio Slave travelled back in time. For fuck's sake, this isn't fucking difficult. Now, the thing is, filmed nearly 30 years ago. No, nearly 20 years ago. Why not? How about it was filmed 19 years ago, you pricks? Yeah, and actually get the fucking numbers right. And nobody reviews this shit. No, once it's out, it's out. That's it. Fuck it. I'm not changing it. I'm not editing it. Yeah, balls to it. And they just fucking leave it there. What utter fucking bollocks. Yeah, and I'm sure no one else gives a shit other than me. But, you know, I just, I, I felt like I had to mention it. I felt like it was a thing, you know? Um, So, next up... Yeah, watch Iron, watch Iron Maiden's Bruce Dickinson uh, physically remove fan from stage at the Anaheim concert. I mean, you can watch stuff of Bruce interacting with fans on stage quite a lot. I mean, this guy just seemed to be a bit of a dick. 
he seemed to just be able to get all over the place. And I think Bruce got pissed off and got rid of him eventually. Look, I'm in a band whereby everybody's welcome on stage pretty much all the time. Right? But by that flip, if I was in Maiden and, you know, the last thing you're expecting is people in, invading your stage and jumping around like they own it. All I'm saying is it's not a good idea. It's really not, not with the way security is, you know, these days and fucking all sorts of bizarre shit going on. I would not want to be on stage in their position and see, you know, just some fucking idiot come wandering on the stage. Also, in case this is you, in case you are that guy that got up there who, you know, apparently took his cap off and um, started headbanging and giving the horns to, like, Steve Harris and all the rest of it. Just be clear, whilst you're doing that, the entire population of the venue thinks you are a fucking cock. Simple as that. You're just a fucking dick. You're in everybody's way. The band don't seem to be impressed you're there. They're, they're not celebrating like you've scored a goal. They're pretty much looking to the side stage, wanting their security to deal with you. Meanwhile, you wander around the stage, not quite sure of what to do because you've never been on a stage because you're a fucking dick. And then you'll probably trip over something, kick something over in your blind child kind of way because you are just stumbling around like a toddler in a fucking circus. You've got no idea what you're doing, where you're going. Uh, and then you, uh, and then you decide, oh, look, I'm going to walk up to one of the members and I'm going to show them how much I love the band. Well, the member is thinking, who's this cunt and why hasn't somebody thrown this cunt out yet? That is that is what's going through the members in the band, the crew, the management and everybody in the venue. So when you do this kind of fucking shit show, dickhead, bullshit kind of activity of thinking that somehow, I mean, it's, it's, it's entitled beyond belief, isn't it? You know, oh, look, look at the stage where the band are performing. Hmm. No, I belong on there. I deserve to be on there. I should be on there. I'm going to get on there. You fucking... The level of arrogance and entitlement is terrifying. Absolutely. Just unfucking believable What a pack of cocks these people are. Anyway, I've given enough time of day to, uh, to the dicks who invade stages, haven't I? Really. It's time to introduce this month's this month's, this podcast's, this particular fucking episode, this fucking interview. I'm getting it. I'm going to get it there in a minute. So, finally, finally, yes, it is time for the interview. Um, having just released the Groundbreaker EP, um, I got to catch up with uh, Jesse Farnsworth and Jesus Jesus Mendez Jr. Um, of Underlord. And, um, you know, I've explained in the in the inter sorry, in the description who they are. But just in case you haven't read that, um, they were both played in Newstead with Newstead for the whole run and are now back 
and I almost gave away some things that are said in the interview, but they're going to make, they're coming up very soon. Uh, this was really cool. Really enjoyed doing this. Great couple of guys. Um, the video is available on interview. If you, uh, sorry, the video of the interview is available. If you want to watch that on Talking Bollocks um, YouTube channel, then just go to youtube.com forward slash Talking Bollocks with a Z on the end. This fucking parakeet will not shut the fuck up. Honestly, I do apologise to all of you listen. Pack it in, you twat. Anyway, here is the interview that we did a very short time ago. Really enjoyed this. Make sure you check out the new EP by Underlord. Here they are. So, um, welcome to the show, um, Jesus and Jesse. Nice to see you guys. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Nice to meet you. Yeah, and you, and you. We have a mutual friend who's put us together like some kind of blind date. Um, <laughs> Those are fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not for the other person. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it, and it's it's great to get the opportunity to do this. Um, and unfortunately for you guys, I want to kind of drag you all the way back to... Um, the last band you were in, you knew this was coming. <laughs> sure. No, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, and, and obviously, uh, you know, you were both uh, a major part of, of Newstead and um, it kind of, from an outside looking in, it, it, it came to a kind of natural end. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking to somebody who, you know, obviously I've been in bands for years, you know, I know how the industry works and from the outside looking in, you could, I, I I just kind of thought that's you know that there's a a lot of money being spent there, um, yeah, you know, um, and it, it seemed like it came to a natural end. But that's just my kind of view from the outside. Um, is is that in any way accurate? Yeah, this, um, it was uh, it was it was actually kind of abrupt. Actually, to be honest, it wasn't uh, nothing internal though. It wasn't nothing yeah. between us brothers you know and and um we get along very well uh which is the other factors um that kind of put it to a halt you know right yeah but it was a it was like a whirlwind when it started you know we were just <laughs> the initial thing was we were getting together with jason just to uh, record some songs and then all of a sudden you know like the word got out we had a video and then it just went around the world like in a minute and then we yeah. got offers for festivals and you know, it just went so fast. And I think Jason just didn't even have time to process what was going on. So that was, that was right. Yeah. You know, yeah, it was, um, it happened quickly. And I think that, uh, the, the natural course, it would have developed even more. And actually in, um, it would have been, it would have been very successful. It would have been a good, um, it would have been a good, thing to have you know to be doing that and to put good material out you know he could have definitely built on it more i mean there's definitely some good offers that we had but you know it's just it just didn't work at the moment you know for 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 for, right now yeah but we don't know you know what can happen you know you never know (laughs) yeah 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 absolutely absolutely and now and now you mention that yeah you're right it did it was kind of abrupt wasn't it it was kind of like uh right we're not doing these dates and like we're going on hiatus like boom yeah 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 Yeah. but i mean (laughs) no complaints here we had a great time we stayed in the best hotels we played all those festivals we opened for maiden i mean we did some cool (laughs) stuff you know 
It's like, yeah, you know, I pinched myself a lot, you know. <laughs> Yeah, look, dude, just just hearing you reel that off and the, you know, you've still got a smile on your face from those gigs, man. It's like, yeah, <laughs> you, know, yeah. Away, you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that, and that's what it's all about. And and that's that's interesting. The perspective you give there as well is like, you know, hey, we were just going to we were just helping a friend out, you know, play some tunes, put some, you know, put some songs together in the studio. And then, boom, everything kind of just took off. Mm -hmm. um, the door opened and <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> exactly. the monster woke up and everything, and just went, and it was full speed ahead. Yeah, it was zero to a thousand, and then the brakes went up. <laughs> <laughs> Whiplash! 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 Yay! Yeah, well, you've already mentioned a monster, but you know, <laughs> let let's not get into that. Um, <laughs> but but it, here you two are, all these years, you know, all these years later, um, working together on something new. Is mm -hmm. you know, did you two know each other prior to Newstead, or did you meet in the band, or how how was? No, it? Uh, I've known him for know, like twenty two years now. Um, I was just a kid, and he had some cool bands around town. You know, had some cool metal bands. I hear him on the radio. I was like, who's that guy? And then one day we met. I forget. I was trying to put a band together, and we liked the same stuff. And someone suggested him, and we've been playing together ever since. Uh, yeah, yeah, we did some other things over the years. We played in the band. Jet Boy too. We, we were the rhythm section actually. Yeah, we were the rhythm section for a band called Jet Boy as well. Uh, they were a, a band from San Francisco, kind of like they had like an MTV song or something in the eighties. The singer had a mohawk or whatever. I don't know. If, uh, Sammy Yaffa was the bass player at one point from Hanoi Rocks for the that band. I don't know if you're familiar with that. But um, anyways, we did that. We did a European tour, and it was kind of like uh, you know Jason was our. We were jamming with Jason off and on over the years. Yeah. Um, before there was even a band and he's kind of saw that we went on tour and stuff. He's like, Hey, those guys, you know, they, they're getting like you know, some experience behind him. So I think when it came time for him to put a band together, he kind of, he saw that we were probably, you know, ready to go. You know, the tightest, you know, playing, yeah. playing uh, for years. We had already had, you know, probably 10, 15 years by the time we played with, well, probably not there a few years, but we, we've been playing a long time before we started playing with Jason. Right. And he, if you want to hear the story about how Jason came about, he he knew him before I. Yeah, I jammed with Jason for years, uh, just getting together. Um, Echo Brain. Yeah, even uh, right after Echo Brain, actually, I was the drum tech on that tour for Echo ah, Brain. Right. Yeah, yeah. By that was by luck. I, I it was just chance. I wasn't even. Um, I wasn't working with the band. I went to go see the band, and my good friend of mine was actually doing the lights for them, and. I saw him tearing down the drum kit after the show and he was kind of having a hard time. <laughs> He's a light guy, you know? Yeah. And I, I just said, Hey man, I'll help you out. You know, I'm a drummer. So I just, I broke it down in minutes, you know? Yeah. And he was, Hey, he was, you want a gig? And I go, um, right now he goes, yeah. So he went and talked to Jason that minute and came back down in like two minutes. He goes, Hey, you want to go with us on the road? Let's do it. I go, All right. <laughs> that was it. So, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah. how that happened. That was a tech for Echo Brain. That's where I met Jason. Jason informally, I met him before, but that's where we we became closer. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the and the 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 weird thing is, is that like that is not an isolated story. You know, the I went to a gig and <laughs> I helped them out, and now I'm on tour. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That... yeah. No, it does happen. It does happen. Yeah, people resign that day. All sorts of shit. But yes. Um, uh, but then, so you ended up on that tour. Obviously, you you, you know you you 
got to know Jason, how long how long between Echo Brain and, and Newstead was it? Because obviously to an outsider, there was a bit there was a kind of a big gap, but that was actually a one or two. Ten years. Yeah. Wow. Ten ten year gap. So wow. Right. Yeah. So during during that time, me and Jason jammed for about eight years. I I known him. I'd come to his house and we just rock for the whole weekend. We just improvise and just jam. Yeah. No, nothing planned. Just jam and hang out, you know, and for years and years. And then I, I, I brought Jesse in. Like, I'm always like, can, can I go? You know, yeah. can I go? <laughs> I, you come back and tell me about it. I know? tell him, you know, hey, yeah, man. Yeah. It was and, uh, and, and his talent, I knew already. This, this guy had it, you know, he's natural. So I, I brought him, I told him, man, I'm bring a buddy over. He goes, yeah. So Jason, you know, oblige. And I brought him over. And it was just, it clicked from there, man. It was just on, you know, it was, it was, uh, it was really bad. Actually, it was pretty magical. We pull out some stuff just on the fly, and wow, that's cool. Play for hours and hours. Hours and hours. And the weekend at his house. Yeah, you know. That's... We did that for years. We did that for years. With no intention of ever being a band. It was just, you know. Yeah. Just, just good times, buddies, hanging out, you know. But that's it, that that feeling, and I know exactly the way you describe it, and you know you like both your facial expressions. You know your faces light up talking about those times, and I know exactly mm-hmm. how it feels when you when you're in a room and it clicks, and you use the word magical, which you know, yeah, it 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 does sound pretentious because we're artists, but there's no other word for it. There is no it's, a univer- for it. it's it's a universal, I guess, universal thing as Jason would put it. This you know, it just happens. It's in the moment. It's cosmic. Cosmic, yeah. that's it's what he says. Jason. It's cosmic, yes. Yeah, but it, it it is. There's there. There is. It's like it. There, there is like like you say. It's magical. It's like there's a there's a charge in the air, and you know. But on you know, and let's let's be honest. It's the same the other way around as well. You know, it's like it doesn't take very long to figure out someone doesn't fit. You know, that's why. Yeah. I was, <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. It's like exactly. like audition processes always make me laugh because it's like. You know, we, you've at least got to give somebody X amount of songs, despite the fact that after three seconds, you were like, nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But, but the opposite is true as well. When it, when, you know, when, when the vibe is there and when it's, you know, when you're feeling it, like you said, you just play for hours and hours and someone's like, hey, you know, do you know what time it is? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly that, man. And 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 so when did like you know did Jason just suddenly go hey guys you know you come over here and jam all the time why don't we like play some of these songs or how did it develop? He what we went for a jam one day and it was I think it was on my birthday like ten years ago and uh, he handed us a CD at the end of the, the the session and he said take these come and learn them and then I was like what and then I, I think we came back the next week and he's like all right come back come back in two days and then it was like it just kind of just kept going and going and then i think we were in the studio within like two or three weeks after that and yeah a friend of ours who was a friend of jason's at the time we're, we're talking and um he my buddy had an idea of hey man you know you should you should uh think about even framing a band and jason was like well because you know you have this catalog and you, and you sing and, and and get a lot of fans, it might be something to consider. You know, so yeah. they kind of planned to spin into Jason, and, and, and um, that's when that happened. Yeah, it so, all just came together. So that's when Jason kind of started working on some stuff. You know, just to see how it would be, or even consider it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's when he, hey man, he did. I want to just try this. I got these songs. Here's some discs. You know, work on them. Tell me what you think. 
So we're like, cool, yeah, you know. So it actually was more like baby step. <laughs> actually, yeah. it was a baby step, an eight-year baby step. And then that one day he gave us a CD, and we're like, whoa. Yeah. It's cool. Cool. Yeah. So actual, actual formatted songs here, you know. Yeah. Not just yeah. improvised jam. It's actually songs. Right. So that's after that, it was kind of a blur to me. <laughs> I don't remember much. He can remember more. Just, you know? We were in the studio within a month, and we did the, it's the metal EP. So that was the EP we put out. And then by Oh, day, yeah, that's right. You know, that's right. Because I, I was working on the songs here in my place, and then he was working on the songs. And then we actually rented a room. Yeah. We rented a room at a buddy's uh, studio to jam out the songs live. On our own. On our own. Before we went back. Before we went back to Jason's, you know, so we kind of, kind of fill them out live our parts and play, play our parts and kind of work things out yeah that, okay that's what happened that's right that's the next one then we went back yeah see you can fill in the parts <laughs> that that's a smart move man that is a smart move hey like don't tell him but why don't we why don't we go yeah. work on these songs together while no one's looking we better get our shit together quick yeah <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah but that, that but yeah that makes total sense and it and, and funny you know about your about your friend who had like a word with Jason. It's like over the years. I think that's definitely the route to go down. If you say to people, "You should do this. You should do that. Go on, do it," you know, it may it, it, invariably people go like, mm, "Like, uh, thank you. Take a step back." But I'm thinking of one specific individual that I worked with for years and could never get to do anything, and eventually they asked me, and it was because somebody had been saying, "Oh, you know." Maybe there's something in that. Uh, maybe you yeah. should do. Oh, it's up to you. You know, whatever. And kind of left it like floating around with them, and 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 eventually it just kind of worms away. And, <laughs> yeah. Do you know That's what I mean? That's a good word. Right, you know, right, you know, rather than rather than saying to somebody, look, you know, if you'd said to Jason, what, why don't you make four songs and we'll all play them? And yeah, that's not. Happening. Oh no, no, that's not Absolutely. happening. Yeah, yeah. no, no. We, we never know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, that's that is so cool. So like, presumably, you know, so you get this, you know, you get this CD at the end of a practice. You get four songs. Um, do you have any kind of framework around that? Like, apart from learn these, is it literally so you're walking home and there's a thousand thoughts going in your head? Like, okay, learn these, learn these. Why? What are these? What What does this mean? Um, do you remember? I I, I don't. Um, he says we're going to record him. We're going to record. Uh, Do I, right. track six, I think it was six songs. Actually. Yeah, we did more than we. Did. Yeah, we did. We tracked like six. Um, and I didn't know if I was because when we were jamming, Jason would play guitar sometimes, and I played bass, and it was kind of like backwards. So, yeah. am I playing bass on these? I'm like, you know, am I? So I'm learning the bass part and the guitar part, but I'm like, I think at that point, I don't want to play bass on his record, but <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, yeah. And with the greatest of respect, dude, nobody wants you to play bass on Jason's yeah. record. Did you Jason always said it was, it was like you'd be like Jimi Hendrix's guitar player or something, you know. Like, <laughs> like, like, Hi, I'm Jimi Hendrix's guitar player. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like no, that's Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> I, I I think I think you you were prim um, primarily on guitar, so in, I think in Jason's head he was going to be the guitar player. Yeah. yeah. No, we switched back and forth a bit in the studio, and yeah. Jason played some guitar. So. Yeah, Jason loves playing guitar, so they would go back and forth a lot, actually. But then he came to his senses and he, and he... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and, and so the, you know, the, you went from those kind of inauspicious beginnings, all those, all those years of, of, of jamming just for fun. And then all of a sudden, as you were saying, you know, you're, you're around the world, you're playing festivals and, you know, that must've been, that must've been kind of a, a bit of a phenomenal time in your, both your lives. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was, uh, I was much older. I'm much older than Jesse, but, I had been at it for years and years and years and years, you know, a few decades actually. So I, I, I did some stuff before that, but nothing at that level, you know? Yeah. And, um, I was ready. <laughs> I was ready to go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Was, yeah. You were like, a tw- tw- you were like a 20 year overnight success. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So I was, you know, when I, when he gave us the word, it was on, you know, and, and I couldn't have done it any sooner. Like before that, I was ready at that time. Like it would, you know, I I was just, I mean, when I was a kid. Jason was like my hero and stuff, you know. So I had to get over that stuff, and I had that time jamming with him to just, you know, look at him in a different way. So I wasn't like starstruck or anything, you know. But he was. I still, you know, every once in a while, you're like, oh my god, that's a dude from MTV when I was a kid, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's got to be a weird thing to try and acclimatize to being, you know, yeah. being in somebody's company that that you kind of almost feel like you already know. Yeah. 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 Exactly. That's <laughs> exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, look, guys. I, I, I look. I really appreciate you like taking the time and setting the, setting the scene. But what we're really here to talk about is, you know, is Underlord and and I mean, I, I can I can see how it came about. You two clearly fit together hand in glove. Um, it's taken you a little bit of time to get this together. So, you know, what have you been doing up to now? We both had bands and I've you know done recording and stuff, but I've just been uh, did a couple little tours here and there with like smaller bands with them for people but we yeah it was always in the back of my mind like i want to kind of just uh kind of finish what we started you know and do our do at least continue on the path with that we were doing with newstead but with me maybe singing or something and writing my own songs so i never been like the lead guy i'm always like the background guy or something i was like well i got you know it'd be cool to kind of just continue with what we were doing yeah we because we me and jesse have been in bass together we've recorded many songs together different in different oh, yeah. at different times you know we record all the time i had a studio so um he have a batch of songs and record i play drums you know mm-hmm. and for for years so we have a lot of um a lot of history with that so when he came up with this and then he moved he went across the country yeah I moved. he moved across the country so that was a little less now of, of interacting you know musically yeah so when he brought he he he, he uh, hit me up about this, he said, "Hey man, I got some songs. I'm write some metal songs." I go because he's never written metal songs. He's more like rock and roll, you know. Ah, oh, um, right. Moans and just you know, really cool stuff like that. And yeah. so this was kind of a departure for him. And uh, he, we have another mutual friend here who they've been in contact, and ideas came out, and and then the he he asked me, "Hey man, want to play some drums?" I go, "Yeah, let's do it." You know, yeah. Because I was in another band myself, you know, busy and doing things like that, and um. So the songs started trickling in. I go, okay, cool. So I start, you know, started rehearsing them. Yes, it's cool, man. Let's do it, you know. So that's when, um, that's when he uh, planned to come down here mm-hmm. in to Fresno and California and and, and track them, you know. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, the, I, go ahead. 
Uh, well, no, I was, I was going to say, it, I mean, that's, you know, that, that sounds nice and simple and straightforward, which I'm, I'm sure it wasn't because these things, you know, take time to come together. <laughs> yeah. No, it's um, two years in the making. Two years in the making. Yeah. Just because, you know, the whole yeah. lockdowns. Oh, the lockdown and all that. Sure yeah. All that. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. That affected us all, man. Um, and it's, it's got, got a lot to answer for that fucking lockdown. Um, <laughs> anyway, honestly, I tell everyone this. We, I, I, uh, me and my band, we put out our first album for 29 years, played four shows, lockdown. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah. <Wow>. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk about I was ready. <laughs> and oh, then, wow. you know, and then the world, the universe said no. Um, but hey, look, you know, this shit happens. But yeah, I, so, so two years go by, you get all of that stuff together. Um, at what point did you feel like you really, you really had something? I just, well, you know, I was honing the songs for a while. We actually recorded another batch and it, it didn't really, I mean, we still might do something with them, but I, I didn't feel like it, they went all good together and it was the right, I, I didn't think it was the right thing. So during that whole time, the lockdown time, I uh, started writing more songs with our bass player, Kevin. And um, I just going back, I forgot the question, sorry. <laughs> that's all right i was that's all right i was just asking you about the songs you fucking wrote (laughs) (laughs) that's right how how did you feel it was the right time right yeah Yeah, i just um well no how do you how did you i mean the question was like you know when did you when did you realize you had something and you you know you kind of alluded to there that it's not all been played sailing and some of the stuff you just didn't feel worked what happened is I came up with a better batch of songs. I said, this yeah. is the best. This, is, this goes together. This will work. This is a good follow-up to what we did with Newstead. It's a good starting point to build on. And oh. kind of just, and then the other idea is we, we want to kind of just take the same path, what we did with that. And what, what it was is we didn't, with Jason, we didn't play shows before we started. We uh, we put out the album. We did it all backwards. And I was like, that's a good, that's what we're doing. We're, we, we recorded, we put out the album. We're doing some, we're promoting it. And, and then hopefully we can get some shows. And my main goal is I would love to get back to Europe and, and, and do a tour or something. I don't yeah. care if we're playing in the basement of some smelly pub or something. It'd just be cool to get back over there because I love it. Yeah. Oh, so, man, that, well, you know, we'd love to have you. Yeah. That'd be great. Looking forward to it, you know. Um, and he going, alluding back to what he was saying with the first batch of songs that kind of weren't weren't uh vibing or at the time just wasn't it it just didn't have a direction it was just it, like they were more like songs i collected over the years and see i'm gonna have to go back with him right now and tell me and kind of remind me because it's all i don't remember yeah he doesn't <laughs> even remember the songs he can't I, even tell you what the i couldn't even tell you the song I, I don't know now it's all like a, it's all a blur and a what, fog. what happened was is i was you know collecting songs over the years then we recorded them and then i they didn't make sense. And then I wrote a batch that actually went together. I think I said that already. But okay. Yeah. No, no, no. That, but, I, but that, do you know what? That's like. It just had no direction. It had no direction in the beginning. So now it does. But straight now, away, uh, that, that really appeals to me because you're hmm. right. It's like songs need to work, not just in isolation. They need to work hmm. together. Because if you're going to put together an EP or an album or whatever, you want, you know, you want d- dynamics. You want to take people on a journey. You want to, mm-hmm. you know, songs need, you know, I'm, I'm old school. Track listing is everything, you know, you, you uh, it's chapters in a book. It's scenes in a film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and yes. that's what you're aiming for. And, 
and you know when when someone says look i wrote these but it, it didn't feel right together and mm -hmm. yeah that really speaks to me because that's what songwriting is all about it's not just about writing songs it's about songs that work together yeah and these yeah. actually do I, I i've been listening to it a lot lately um now that we're, we've been rehearsing the songs live and I, now I, I just i have it on i just don't stop playing it. it's good i mean I'll, i like it now i'm <laughs> more like a fan now looking this is wow this is cool stuff it's, you know it's My different than what's out it's um it's pretty straightforward uh, yeah. they stick to you they stick to you and um now i'm just listening to it you know enjoying it you yeah. know and i wanted to do like a throwback like kind of like all of my cl the classic metal stuff so like the maiden motorhead and priest and sabbath that's all my stuff so i wasn't trying to be anything new or anything i just as those are my influence that's what i still listen to all the time and that's what i was kind of going for is exactly what we captured and you know even with the cover that Mark DeVito came up with, you know, it was a classic looking. I just said I want to throw back like a just something cool visually, you know. And he yeah, did a, did a great, a great. Job. I love it. That is that is a very cool cover. For those of you listening, you need to go and uh, go on to YouTube and watch the video so you can see a preview of the cover. That is sweet, man. That's really nice. That's yeah. good. Good work, DeVito. You still got it. Yeah. Where where's my fucking t-shirt design? <laughs> <laughs> And Mark, Mark worked with us on the Newstead record too. That's how I knew him, and I kind of wanted to keep to some of the same people because I thought it'd be cool to like just you know, yeah, following that path again. Keep you know, bring Mark in, and uh, we brought uh, Anthony Fox as well. He uh, mixed and mastered the the, the, EP. the EP, the metal EP, the Newstead one, and so we had him on this too. So, so he mixed and mastered this one. So it's the same team again, again, you know, minus Jason, but just keeping, yeah, keeping the same formula at least. That's, the tones are pretty. The, the tones are pretty close, actually. I was listening to it now. The the drum tone and sonically is close to the EP, actually. The sound, right? Yeah. They stand well together in a playlist, actually. I, I, I yeah, that. yeah, it's pretty cool. That it's was my goal. That was my goal. I just I I didn't want something like that sounded like not even half as good as the Newstead stuff. So. Yeah, right. And okay. We, luckily, we accomplished that. It was accomplished. It's pretty impressive. And the funny thing is, I before it was actually pressed on CD, the, I had a burned copy, and the first person I gave a copy to was Jason. Yeah, and I hadn't seen him for years, but we we met up with him earlier this year, and we uh, played yeah. a song with him at a show. We did this encore with him. He was in, in, in April in, out in Florida. I flew down to Florida, which is funny because I live in Florida now, and Jason lives like three hours from me in Florida. So. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty Sometimes. cool. It was pretty cool to see him. Yeah, and he gave him the CD, and uh, yeah, we actually played with Jason for the first time since uh, yeah. since yeah. the Eustace stuff together. You know, with Jason, yeah, it was got, pretty. It was pretty cool, man. We got to jam yeah. with him, sound check too. You know, just the three of us, so it was kind of. Yeah, cool. he was sound checking. He just got up there, jammed, and it was like, wow, man! Like, yeah. it's like the next day, it was really yeah. cool. So there's no. That's, it was special. that's the thing, though, isn't it? It's, uh, it goes back to that, like that that chemistry that you feel in a room. It's like yeah. I, I I will bump into somebody that I was on the road with like 20, 25 years ago, and it's like they left the room and came back in. Exactly. Yes. It's like because because you did this thing, because you have this thing in common that not everybody has, it, it cuts out a whole load of bullshit getting to know you and stuff. And it's just like there's just a it's a bond and there's no other way of describing it. That's the word. That's how it is with him. You know, I, I leave for a year and a half. I come back. It's like the next day. It's like the, I feel exactly. like I never left. Exactly. You know, it's 20 years later from the first time we played. <laughs> It's crazy. <laughs> what happened? It's, it's that's the word bond, and that's it's 
it's it's just what I was it was just what I was thinking about. Okay. It was just what I was thinking about when you were saying about playing with Jason again. And, um, you know, it, it it must have felt the weird thing is, in my experience of doing things like that, it's weird that it doesn't feel weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Because yeah. it should. Yeah. It, it, yeah. This is this is how it's this is it. You know, this mm -hmm. is the way it is. It's, mm -hmm. it's yeah, it's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh, and that that's really cool. So, what did he think? Did he um, did he take the CD off you, or did he just like throw it away? <laughs> it's funny. The last time we saw him, he got in his truck and he it was he cranked it up all the way, and and he let out an evil laugh and he drove down the street cranking it. We're like, yeah, man. <laughs> and since then, I think I think uh, Devito talked to him since then when we were making the because he did some work for Jay and he said he was he had it in his truck still. So I was like, yeah, he's driving around listening to it. That's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So, that's awesome and it's it, it is but it is such a weird it's such a weird kind of like 360 isn't it it's like there you are giving him a cd and saying go yeah, listen to that. that that kind of blows my mind wow yeah 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 you should have you should have told you know what you should have given it and said learn these songs learn these learn songs, songs. <laughs> yeah we need a bass player are you busy yeah yeah, yeah. dang it <laughs> <laughs> That would have been funny. Next, no. Maybe yeah. the next, the next round. Next yeah. yeah. So, uh, so you've got you've um you've got this uh this EP together. Is mm -hmm. it you know I, I I believe it's self released. Yeah, I just put it up myself. So yeah. Cool, cool. So, um, so is there a, is there like um, are you, have you got distribution or are you just like pumping it through a website or how do people I'm get hold of it and when's it out? I'm doing. Bandcamp right now. I, actually, well, I'm sure by the time anyone sees this, but it comes out on the 30th of September, which tomorrow? is tomorrow. But when I'm sure this yeah. interview, someone sees it will be later. Um, and then I, it'll come out on iTunes probably in mid October. I just wanted to do the Bandcamp first, you know, to like, you know, sell it myself. Yes. And um, but it's uh, under LordMetal.Bandcamp.com, so you can get signed CDs actually too. You got you did a little batch of signed ones with the the oh, promo. Oh, cool, man. Yeah. So, and, and download. And you must be, um, th this must be kind of like a, a really satisfying feeling for you as well, because, you know, uh, doing that, all of that stuff with Jason, which must have been great, you are still very much um, working with somebody who's very much leading it. Whereas now it's like, you know, you're the leaders, you're, you know, you're putting yourselves, yeah. you're really putting yourselves out there. Yeah. Um, what? What? I mean, apart from a, a European tour, which we've already already established is one goal. Um, what? What else would you like to be uh, like to be doing with this? What? What? You know, where would you like it to take you? I'd like to just build it, so you know, we can just occasionally do a tour and uh, make it keep it going and keep the cycle going. Do another album and just have something to just permanent, not like a you know, I don't want to join any other bands or anything and start over again i'm just throwing everything into it and hopefully it'll keep rolling yeah yeah that yeah. you know just, just, a, uh, just a good vehicle to drive <laughs> yeah yeah you know um put work on stuff that we like record um to be able to do that you know that's very very lucky and um yeah i want to be out there again you know going around and playing and, and just meeting people and having a good time playing some music that we love yeah you know uh, hopefully, maybe, you know, maybe we can have, ask Jay, maybe jump back in and play a track or something, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's never out of the question, you know? So, mm -hmm. 
are you um are you able to play are you able to play Newstead tracks as well? I I wouldn't see why not. And I you know, there's a big anniversary coming up, the 10 year anniversary of that releases in January. And I thought, why the hell not put a couple of those tracks in the set? I think it's cool because now it's had 10 years to marinate and these, these people actually like know the songs. When we went out on tour, we had the EP out, but we put out a full length in yeah. like about six months later and uh the band was done touring by the time it all took took off and right. i just always thought you know if we would have played those songs for people that actually knew them and they'd be doing the chants and the whoa yes. whatever and yeah <laughs> yeah the ep came out and and then we recorded those batch of songs and then a couple months later he had another batch of songs oh yeah we got another cd right after that yeah we're going so, back into the so yeah so we finished <laughs> And we released it and it was doing great. And we were ready to, you know, there was a plan to start playing, do some shows, but he came back with another batch of songs. He goes, here's more songs. And there was a third batch after that. We got done with that batch. So then now we got an album. Yeah. And then. So, yeah. So we started touring. We added Mike too on guitar. We added Mike Mushuk on guitar from yeah. Stain. Um, and then, so yeah, so the, the full album was released when our tour ended. Yeah. So a lot of the songs were on there that people haven't heard. You yeah, know? I just always think, what if, you know, what if we went back out one more time and people actually knew the songs better? Yeah. Than the crowd yeah. So yeah. for sure, to answer your question, we'll, we'll yeah, there'll be some soldier head up in the set. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> good. Absolutely. Good. There's some good tracks, man. Those are good tracks. And and, and yeah, to be honest with you, we jammed on it yesterday. Yeah, we did. We played soldier head for the first time. At least five years. We did it one other time, but yeah, that was. And uh I was going, wow, that was powerful. That was really intense, man. But yeah. like, I haven't played it. And to play it again, it's like, wow, this is really intense stuff. Like, really, it just got me going. Like, like whoa, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was I really cool. It's weird as well, isn't it? When you if you, playing something that you haven't played for that length of time, it's like sometimes it can be almost like, I, I'm going to sound like really, really arty now, but... It's, it, it can be it can be almost like an out of body experience. It's almost like you're watching, going, "Wow, I I fucking know how to do this. I didn't know I did." Yeah. Yes, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly what I was thinking in my head. I was playing it. Wow, it's like muscle memory. I used right to do back. this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, muscle memory. Yeah, it's it is that feeling of like you know, wow, yeah, my my body knows what to do here. Right. Um, I mean, I'm I, you know, I'm I'm a singer, and and I, often. Often I will, I'll, I'll think, I don't know what the next lyric is. And you just hold the mic up to your mouth and I hope the right words come out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is, it's like, it's like, I'm overthinking it. You know, there's, mm -hmm. there's the, you know, there's that little voice in the back of your head going, Oh, you've forgotten the words. Sometimes it just, then, then sometimes you just get it. It just flows right out. No, there it is. I got it. I do that all the time. Like, I don't know what the next word is, but then it comes out anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. It's it's almost like a shock. It's like oh, okay, okay. I I did know I that. Did know. Yeah, <laughs> fuck, yeah. Fuck you, brain. <laughs> yeah. You gotta tell you gotta tell it that sometimes. You really do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so uh, how did you um how did you come up with um the other guys in the band? You know, presumably there there are other people that you've known for many years as well. Yeah, we uh, just kept Kevin uh, Michael Thomason is the bass player. He, I've been playing with him for years, and we had a we had another band together. So he's probably one of the other, 
the longest guys I've ever played with other than this guy. Just they we've never actually it's kind of like a combination of bands I've already been in, you know, you take the best guy out of this one, <laughs> the best guy out of that one. But um yeah, Kevin, this that guy right there. We'll give him a little screen time here. There's Kevin. All right, there he is. He's not here, but we've given him some screen time. Unfortunately, he actually had some hearing issues this week, so we've been... Yeah, man, it was weird. It was really bizarre. We had this rehearsal set up and all this stuff, and and two days before Jesse gets here, he he, he sends us a text message, hey, I lost my hearing. I can't hear. Oh, God. We're like, whoa. We we didn't know the extent of it, (laughs) you know, until he showed up. And we had to yell at him, and he still was like, huh? (laughs) What? (laughs) It was actually, I was sad for him because he said he had lost, he couldn't hear from one ear already, he said. And then on the one that that got down or that got, he couldn't hear, he got sick or something happened, he would just hear static, he said, like just static, like like, static. That's hard. Yeah, and I felt bad for him. (laughs) We were laughing still because we talked to him, and he just like, just sit there looking like a blank stare, like what? You know, but he still show up, you know, so, yeah. so we weren't sure if we were going to rehearse with them and we didn't want to damage it even more. No. Yeah. Yeah. So finally, um, he ended up going to the doctor. And I'm sure he'll love us talking about this, but anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he won't hear it. though. He, exactly. <laughs> well, hopefully he does. Hopefully he does. That's a serious problem. Um, hopefully, so we hopefully it. we all get the ass kicking we deserve for having this conversation <laughs> behind his back. <laughs> Yeah, he's not a little guy. So, he's like six five, you know. So we 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 filmed the video the other day, and he was in the video. I don't know what if his fingers in the right spot, but we'll just we'll make it, we'll just edit it. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. Yeah, yeah, he, but, yeah. yeah he but sold- he's a, he's a trooper, man. He he's still with no hearing, and he, he still did the video. He soldiered through, man. So we we are a trio, but we're gonna you know we got another guitar player that we're we're uh, we're we're jamming with just because I know I cannot pull off all that. The singing alone, I don't even know where it came from. It's like no singing like I've ever done. I have more like a always been more like a punk rock singer. And then all right. of a sudden I'm like like singing, you know, doing my best Rob Halford or something. Not really, but just a, <laughs> uh, that that extreme that side of it. Yeah. And um so yeah, and then you gotta play guitar and, and still be, you know. Uh, that's and, that, and yeah, that's why we're, we're so yeah. There's definitely needs to be another guitar player. We we got a guy that we're working with. So. Yeah, but essentially, that's, it's a power trio. It started out as. But that that's that's pretty impressive that you're you're going so, you yeah. I mean, you know, you're going all out here, Jesse. You've 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 written the songs. You're going to be mm-hmm. playing a guitar. You're going to be singing. Um, yeah. you're really you know you're really really putting yourself out there. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of look. That's brave. I looked. I look to Jason for inspiration on that because I see him do it. But you know, I'm, I mean, in in Newstead, I did backups and stuff, and you know, I, I know like, I don't know, I just I know like w- over watching Jason on the side of me all those years and or not years, but you know, playing live and it was it was very inspiring. To, I was like, I can do that. I think I can do that. You know, if I if I didn't have that experience with him, I don't think I could do this. But it kind of drives me a bit. But you know, all that time he's, he he played in his own bands and and sang. Yeah, know? but it was like you know bar bands in a sense. It was just you know I didn't know what I was doing. And this is I got to be more like I got to be more precise. And you but know, no, okay. but you did do your 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 other your backstabber stuff, and you were singing, and it was it was cool. It was more rock and roll oriented. More uh, yeah, and that was with Kevin basically. Yeah, with Kevin, it was more yeah. The songs were a different kind of batch of songs, but he still had that experience. 
Yeah. So now, 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 Jason, now, you know, the, the, to keep the intensity, like, I, I want to keep that intensity of Jason because it's very inspiring. It's like, you know, and that's, yeah. that's how I am, too. We're very much alike with our presentation like that. So, well, it's, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, it, you, it, it's it, night after night. That is a hell of a thing to be able to deliver, um, yeah. especially vocally, because it, you know, it, it really takes it out of you and playing, playing the guitar as well. Uh, I mean, you know, I just sing playing a guitar as well. That's just like a nightmare to me. Um, <laughs> honestly, that's I, I, I'm full of admiration for you. But I, I, I've also I've got to go back there. I cannot believe it's been ten years. Yeah, really. Ten, yeah, ten years. I can't uh, believe it either. <laughs> wow. Twelve. We were probably in the studio right about now recording it. So and then it came out in January. So that'll be the 10 year. It's like January 9th or something. Yeah. That's amazing. So the timeline with this is pretty cool. You know, it's like the same kind of same kind of thing. It's just 10 years later. <laughs> yeah. Coincidentally, coincident. It could have been, you know, any year, but it's kind of cool how it's coming around like that. So yeah, so yeah. We're coming up on an anniversary and releasing another one on the anniversary kind of huh? pretty much, yeah. Or on the same time. Just the, the same path at least. Yeah. But that's but that, that is really cool. I must admit, I'm a okay. I'm a little bit surprised that um, a label hasn't come your way, or did they? Did you specifically want to self-release? What you know? I do well. You know, I figured you gotta get something out there first, right? To get an interest. I don't know. I just I I like moving forward quick, so I did yeah. it myself. Maybe someone will be interested. I still want to put out vinyl and whatever, so you know. That's that's yeah. a big expense. So somebody, yeah, we're, we're you know I'm I'm thinking that we're hopefully that's my other goal. I want I want a vinyl record. So well, the way vinyl. the way the vinyl plants are backed up at the moment, you'll you'll probably get your vinyl EP in like um, another ten, the ten years. The ten year anniversary. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, you do the ten. Yeah, you do the ten year anniversary vinyl box set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and each song on on a single. Yeah, you can get the box. You can get the box of the seven inches. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> um, but I, I, no, no, I'm, I'm, I. Well, it's it's more than possible, isn't it? You know, you and, and again, I admire that. It's it's the DIY thing. It's like, look, just get it out there. Yeah, if yeah. You like it, great. We like it, so why not put it out there? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and listening to it, you know, like I was saying, it sticks to you now. And I'm thinking, man, you know, this this uh, this should be out. This should be, you know, distributed. You know. Yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm personally, I'm hoping that's, that's what's going to happen. Um, but for now, like Jesse said, we're just, he's putting it out there and, um, yeah. and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to rock it and work it, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and I, like I said, I just think that's, it's, it's really, really impressive that you just like absolutely DIY'd it from, from the get go, especially, you know, having been where you were with Newstead. Um, it'd be very easy to go, Hey, you know, let's, let's, you know, let's just send these to a label and, you know, decide right. which, decide which one we're going to sign with, <laughs> you know, um, but no, just get it out there and, and, and see what happens because you also know that if a label had got involved, you'd probably be at least six months, a year away from actually releasing what you're about to release. Mm -hmm. Because everything just takes that much more time, input from everybody, yeah. and all the rest of it. True. There's there's True. a lot there's a lot to be said for being completely in in control of of everything. Um, 
Oh, that's really cool, man. That's really cool. Um, so it comes out tomorrow. Um, what are your immediate yeah. plans other than just like, you know, getting the social media going and everything like that? Uh, just uh, try and line up some shows, you know, like with me being on the other side of the country, it's like we got to find like maybe two or three in a row or it makes it worthwhile so I can come out here. Yeah. And hopefully these guys can rehearse without me so they can get tight and then I can just jump in, you know, with the, <laughs> other, you know, the other guitar player that we got. So, uh, oh, yeah. look, look, who's, look who's become Jason all of a sudden. Now you want the <laughs> other guys to rehearse without you. I did, I did that last night, too. We had a stand-in bass player for Kevin just to get through the rehearsal. And I said, well, if you guys really know the songs, you can uh, play them without me. And I left the room. And sure enough, they did. I was like, that's pretty cool. They're playing songs. And Kevin's not even here. He wrote the damn song. And, and two other dudes are playing our stuff in rehearsal. It was kind of cool. But, yeah, very yeah. much so. Very much. So if you can get if you can get the unit running without me around, and I, I have to, and I don't have to be here, you know, or we have to start over every time I come out. Right. Exactly. So that's, no, that would, that's that's actually now that I'm thinking about the, it. The distance is probably the biggest obstacle with this, you know. But. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. If you can, actually, yeah, yeah. If you can have a working, a, a functional band that's working while you're not there, yeah, mm -hmm. it makes makes a lot of sense. I know, you know, I know a lot of big bands don't even live in the same countries as each other. So it's like, you know, I know it's possible, you know, to yeah. pull it up. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, look, I, I, all I can say is I'm, I, I wish you the best of luck with everything. Well, um, as regards to social media, how does how do people reach out to you? It's uh, Underlord Metal on Instagram and under uh, Underlord Metal on Facebook as well. That's about all I got going. I don't know if I need to do like what, you, you do the the all the other things. The uh, well, TikTok, I mean, TikToks. We, we <laughs> do we do Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, how beneficial Twitter is for bands? I I don't know. It just seems like it just seems a great place for people to argue about shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I feel like Instagram's got me the biggest reach, you know, because I can reach out to fans from like Newstead fans all over the world and stuff. And I have some, you know, people in different countries with interest. Yeah. So it's kind of good for building. But yeah, that's Underlord Metal on Instagram. And, and the thing is, as well, people are not insane on Instagram for some reason. Yeah. Pe people seem fairly okay. And then you go over to Facebook and it's just like a shit show, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very, very strange. Very strange. Well, look, guys, um, uh, once again, I'm I'm really looking forward to hearing the EP. Um, I wish you all the best. And, um, and and thanks for taking the time out of your day and doing this, because um, I've really enjoyed it. It's been lovely chatting to you and I can't yeah. wait to see you in a dingy fucking basement in a pub yeah. in yeah. England. Do it. <laughs> thank you so much for your time and thank you for you know taking interest and in, um listening to us. And yeah, I, I hope to see you live and in person, you know. Absolutely. That would Absolutely. Be great. Hey, look, I, you know, any any friends of Mark are, are friends of mine, and um it'd be it'd be great to see you guys over here. I'm sure you make it, but whatever you do, you know, whatever you do, wherever you go, you just gotta enjoy it and it's it's yeah. the ride, isn't it? It's just it's the ride. I think we well, I think we are gonna go see you sometime soon, man. I hope I'm yep. hoping. You know, we're going to cool. meet up. Cool. All right, okay. guys. Well, look, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you. Okay. Have a good one. Take Pleasure. care. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Oh, and give my best to your poor, unfortunate bass player. Um, oh. look, you might need to write it down or, or sign <laughs> it or something. But, um, yeah. yeah, tell him I you said could, good luck. You could hold up a sign for him on that. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Definitely. Take care, guys. We'll definitely let him know. Thank you. Thank you. It.
Cheers. Bye bye. Cheers. Bye bye. Well, weren't they a lovely couple of chaps, eh? And really, really willing to sort of, you know, really go deep and chat about the um, uh, the Newstead experience as well, which which I was really grateful of because, you know, as we discussed in that interview, 10 years, 10 years ago, fucking hell. Um, so, uh, yeah, you know, speaking as somebody who's constantly asked about the past and, and you know, and it can get a bit tiring, etc. but they were all so... Just yeah, just really cool. Really, really enjoyed doing that. I really enjoyed doing it, um, and I suggest everybody, everybody checks out Underlord. If you enjoyed um, Newstead, I'm sure that you will be um, a bit of a fan of Underlord. So um, yeah, check it out. Do that. Do that now. Go to Bandcamp. That's where you go. Bandcamp, and get the stuff. So anyway. Um, coming to the end now and what can I say thank you very much for listening thanks to still you know thanks for still listening it's after the interview now you could have gone already buggered off um, I'm sure most of you fast forwarded through my um, rant, ranting gibberish at the beginning so there's no need um, uh, yeah well thanks for those of you who listened and, uh, and, and look you know I know some people like the ranting I know some people like the interviews I told some people like both and most people like neither but I just wanted to say that it is appreciated that the fact that you listen the fact you subscribe it really does help the people who sign up at Patreon even more so I mean that literally helps pay the bills so much appreciated that's why I'm always looking for different ways of providing more added content for my patrons anyway that's enough of this that's enough of that and that's enough podcasting for now please do get involved please do subscribe and please do tell everybody you fucking know i mean everyone yeah relatives friends people who aren't around anymore people you've lost touch with get in touch with them send them the podcast that's it don't speak to them just send them the podcast yeah people you've lost lost over the years have some fucking seances yeah Get the podcast over to the other side, yeah? Let's get... Let's, I want some subscribers from the afterlife, okay? Then I know everybody is really as committed to this as I am. I'll stop now. I'm talking... I'm, right, I'm going to go and shoot that fucking parakeet. I'll speak to you next time. With special thanks to Mark DeVito, who arranged this interview.